Welcome to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. My name is Alex Eichstead, your host. What's the story of a Packers fan? Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. Today, we're diving into your stories. Yep, that's right. The Packers fan stories of how they became a fan of the green and gold. Doesn't get much better than this. We're here. We're happy you're here. And we're ready to dive into it. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, your host. And Packers fans, thank you for tuning in from around the world. We are in 120 plus countries and that is just a sign of how awesome this fandom is today we have a special episode we're going to be taking a look at some of the Green Bay Packers fans and their story of becoming a fan so we've got a lot of special content we're going to be talking the roster and some of the team too I'm joined by KJ KJ welcome to the show hey what's going on Packers fans like Alex said this is a global fan base fans reside in every corner of the world and uh, they reside right in Green Bay. They reside in Wisconsin. They reside throughout the states. They reside throughout the globe, honestly. So there are so many different stories about how everyone's become a Packers fan, whether you're in Dubai, whether you're in London, whether you're in you know, Wisconsin, whether you're born into it, whether it was just recent. And uh, we wanted to kind of give back to the fans a little bit by, by shining light on some of those stories this episode. But, yeah, I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Yep. As KG said it, we're going to shine on the fans Packers fans, thank you for riding with us. The offseason is absolutely live right now. The tweets, all the chatter about the team is amping up. You can maybe feel it. And so we just wanted to welcome people and say, hey, what's your story of becoming a Green Bay Packers fan? What's your story? And I threw out a photo of Brett Favre because if you're not, you know, KG and I, we kind of grew up in the Favre era. We grew up with the Favre jerseys, the Reggie White jerseys, the, you know, the plastic helmet. We're from Wisconsin, born and raised. And so we kind of got born into the culture. Born and I, into think it, a, yep. I think a lot of people say that uh, in their responses that, hey, I was just born and became a Packers fan. But for a lot of people, that wasn't how it was. You know, they're international fans. And I think this is going to be a great episode. KG, do you have any thoughts before we just dive into some of the fan responses? Well, I think just like reflecting my own Packers journey, it's something that having grown up in Wisconsin, I was born into. I was probably watching Packer games, probably present for Packer games before I even knew it was going on. Some of my earliest memories were that 96 Super Bowl with Reggie White, with Brett Favre. Um, you know, those two guys especially. Uh, but really, I think my Packers fandom was cemented when the Packers won that second Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, you, you know, or not second Super Bowl, but like their their most recent Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. And I think that's something interesting that we saw in a few of the fan responses that we uh, we came across is that, you know, fan by birth, yes, fandom cemented when blank, right? And so, you know, I'm, I'm as diehard green and gold as it gets. Uh, I'm going to be a Packers fan for life. You know, every year the Packers may take us on this emotional roller coaster. But just so fans get a little bit of insight into to my fandom, you know, g- grew up around it, uh, really experienced, was, was gracious enough. Um, you know, uh, thank, I'm very thankful that I was able to be around for that first, uh, you know, Super Bowl, Favre and, Favre and Reggie White, 96. 
obviously it took about 15 years till they had the next one um you know once again we're very fortunate but you know i was uh in in high school i believe when they won that uh aaron Rodgers super bowl and i'm excited to get another one uh hopefully this season alex you want to just maybe add anything to that i know we had probably pretty similar yeah, you know, uh, circumstances so cage you know about five years ago packers fans back in 2017 we started Ike Packers, and you mentioned that moment where it kind of became something different, you know, cemented. And Packers fans, this That's podcast has completely cemented, you know, the fandom in a new level for me as well. You know, I always was a diehard Packers fan, but I really became an Aaron Rodgers fan when the podcast started. And I think something that, you know, Rodgers took me time to grow around to because I was such a diehard Far fan. And mm -hmm. then you kind of learn a little more wisdom as you get older and you realize the similarities between the two. And I'm just lucky that the Packers have them both. And that's why this championship culture is so awesome to see. That's why it's always a winning season practically for the last 30 years, Cage. And that's why the, the fan culture. base continues to grow. It attracts new people. It's an exciting team. There's a publicly owned franchise. That's super cool. The fans can get involved. I saw a post about the Tennessee Titans stadium falling apart. NFL stadiums falling apart around the league because they aren't owned by the public. The Packers do these stocks sales raise a ton of money mm -hmm. for the stadium and Lambeau Field is state of the art cage and and the team is tip top that's the championship mindset that's what they're building here and I think that's why so many people are joining the community we see it every day and I think now is a perfect time to just jump into some of the fan responses so we said what's your story of becoming a Green Bay Packers fan and the first one I'm seeing is Ray at Canadian Ninja and he says chose the Packers as my team the year my older brother Dave died based on the memories of him talking about Brett Favre didn't find out 10 years later from another brother that Dave was actually a Bears fan and hated Favre I no was already way. a diehard sorry big bro hashtag wow. go, go wow I certainly didn't read that one okay okay I got Ricky Cortez here saying he played Madden 96 when he was four years old and the pack was the first team he ever played with and he's been a fan ever since 25 years strong Wow. You know, that that's no uh, bandwagon Warriors fans as, as we've come to, to know across sports, right? Like, the, the people in the Packers Nation, they go deep. They, they're, they're, they're deep. They're not just wide. They're deep. We uh, have Diraj Devarajan from Dubai. He says, grew up in Dubai, woke up too early for school, turned the TV on, and got to an NFL game. Decided to give it a shot. Guy led a, a 20-point fourth-quarter comeback on one knee with an insane stadium atmosphere. That was the Packers-Bears in 2018. Been hooked on football in the Packers ever since. Hey, you oh. know what else? I, I mean, that's epic. That's, that's epic. epic. You know, because I remember that exact game. Packers fans, if you're listening right now. 100-year 100, 100 anniversary, right? Do you remember where you were during that infamous Rodgers comeback? Because I do. Um, I remember that was an incredible way to, to kick things off. I also remember Roger's eyes looking a little interesting during those post-game interviews. That, that was kind of funny as well. Uh, let's see. I have uh, ZP, it me ZP, saying his mom would disown him if he wasn't a Packers fan, which I think is funny. Uh, you know, for those of you who have, like, a relative or maybe some parents out there who are even bigger Packers fans than you, or maybe they helped get you into the Packers, you know, whether you, whether you know it or not, uh, I, th I think that's like a theme of some some we've seen. Uh, Gavin Roberto basically said, "I was born in Wisconsin." Enough said. You know, like 
if you're in Wisconsin, I'd say it's an outlier if you're not a Packers fan, you know, like, <laughs> and then it's a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, Paul Lambert says annual trips to visit grandpa in Manitowoc. We're going to shout to our friend Charlie Barron's Manitowoc minute, but uh, getting Packers gear for Christmas from his grandpa. You know, that's another way to do it, too, around a holiday. Brett Souza says friends dad played a few years was diehard Packers. Told me QB name was Brett, too. Then a couple weeks later, they won this game in the pick and been here ever since. I have a uh, Mitchell Keith saying my dad at recruiter John would be became a Packers fan growing up in Fresno, California in the 1970s. In the early 90s, he welcomed a son to the world, parentheses me, who was wise enough to follow in his footsteps. Even when the young son's mom tried to make him a Niner fan, dot dot dot, go pack go. So so Mitchell was they tried to convert him Packers fans. They tried to convert him to the the 49ers and he stood his ground. Shout to you, Mitchell. There's a okay, lot of the dark fans side. in California. We appreciate you all over. At Ash Elise 15 says, My family's from Wisconsin, but I grew up in Florida. My mom's <clears> side <throat> bleeds green gold. Whenever we could get a game on here, it was hard with the Bucks and Dolphins. It was a big deal. My dad told me the story of the Ice Bowl, and that was it, like going to Lambeau Field in the winter. Hmm. Big I mean, time. if you've been to the Ice Bowl, mad respect. It's also like that Giants game with the uh, infamous bikini girls going out there in those frigid temps. We've had a few of those For the games. culture. For the culture. For the culture. Uh, let's see. Hunter Epsi, Hunter underscore Epsi says, My aunt was a huge cheesehead and recruited me when I was a kid. She's actually buried with an autographed Clay Matthews jersey. So whoever this aunt was, that says a lot to me. You know, like the fact that... You throw an autographed Clay Matthews jersey in there. She must have really, really, really loved her uh, Green Bay Packers. And it's like an aunt. You know, sometimes you see your aunts more often than not, but sometimes you never see your aunts. Sometimes you just see them around the holidays. And uh, whoever this aunt was, you know, Hunter, she must have been a diehard Packers fan. So thank you for sharing that. Joshua Rajan says, immigrant from India in Minnesota, indoctrinated to hate the Packers. Until about 2015-2016 Hail Mary season. Subsequent research took me back to the days of Lombardi and Bart Starr, and I was hooked. Now I live back in Mumbai, India, hoping to be India's biggest Packers fan. Big shout-out to you. That is epic. I, I love hearing, you know, Wisconsin stories. I can't really even say I have, like, a favorite, like, whether it's Wisconsin story, you know, uh, an, an international story like that, or even something, like, about the Fresno story. It's just cool to kind of see the, the variety. Um, Matt Melendez says, Being raised by a family who liked and loved the Cowboys, over time I saw more and more Green Bay games, and I was amazed at how Favre played the game and how much fun he looked while playing. I wanted to love something as much as he loved football. You know, very wholesome. Very wholesome reason. Mm -hmm. Like, Brett Favre, I think he got a lot of people into the game. Like, you know, win or lose, that guy did have a lot of fun. Yeah, he yep. loved the game of football. Jared Gonzalez says, So when I was in second grade, I wore a Packers hoodie to school one day that my dad got me from a thrift store. I had no knowledge of football at the time, and I paired it with Lakers shorts. I went to school, and my gym teacher told me that I should be wearing the Packers hoodie. Shout out to him. These, these small influences, right? They, yeah. they add up to big uh, ripple effects. Um, 
Okay, Case Beckham. Case Beckham right here. He said, Brett Favre doing wild shit never seen from the quarterback position in the 90s. Pretty simple, incredible theater every single week. And I think when you take Favre's big sample size, it's like you're like, wow, that guy had a lot of TDs. Wow, that guy had a lot (laughs) of interceptions. You're like, wait, this guy played for like 270-some straight games? You know, his thumb is like literally fused at a certain point because he just wouldn't stop playing on a broken thumb. You know, once again, more of this, like, first-hand Brett Favre uh, legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brett Favre is just, I mean, iconic for just being an entertainer. You know, the show, and now the show goes on with Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, I I just enjoy every time Rodgers drops back to throw the ball. It's a show every time. It is a show. And Favre was the same way. I got Ben here from Scotland, at Ben Leach, and I want to thank everyone for writing in. He says, I'm from Scotland. The first ever NFL game I watched was the Packers at Detroit in 2015. And when Aaron Rodgers threw that Hail Mary, I've been a fan ever since. Never miss a game now and hopefully can see them in London this year. Are you going to London, Packers fans? Let us know. Let us know. Because Packers are going to the UK. I have a feeling Packers fans are going to roll deep in that game. The Sproles. I got at Sproles. Thus says, 1970, I was 11, living in the mid-Atlantic. My aunt gave me instant replay. I became the only kid at school to wear Packers gear. 20 years of grief follows. In 2002, my firm relocated me to Wisconsin to an office one block from Lambeau. Wow. That's how life works sometimes, right? I have Sam Donahue said, fourth grade math project. I had a choice between Green Bay and Chicago and chose Green Bay because the folder was yellow. The shy folder was orange, and there was no way I could bring home an orange folder to my maroon A&M household. You know, it's just like the, the stories like that that you would never expect, right? This guy's like, hmm, my family loves A&M. I wouldn't be caught dead bringing home this orange folder. Therefore, I'm going with, with uh, <laughs> we're going on with the yellow folder. Yes, yeah. I'm a Packers fan, and here I am now every year on the edge of my seat for the draft, for the playoffs. And here I am listening to Nike Packers. <laughs> exactly. Now here I am in the Nike Packers community, too. That is super cool. Um, Emily Mock, she says, born and raised Green Bay fan since I was little, but the icing on my diehard fandom was the Green Bay Steelers game Christmas Eve 95. When Yancey Thinkpen dropped the ball, my uncle, my dad and uncle stormed running out of the front door of the house, screaming and cheering. I knew Packers were in my blood. That's interesting because I did not see that game firsthand. That was a little young for me. So, uh, interesting. That sounds sounds pretty epic, though. You know, when someone runs out of the. It must have been huge. Out of the house. It must have been huge. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Um, Packers Opinion says, both my parents are Vikings fans, so I'm not sure, LOL. I have some relatives that are Packers fans, but nothing stands out. I thankfully just happen to fall on the right side of good versus evil, you know? And I think that that's something that can be, like, translated to a lot of things in life, where it's like, if you're always getting peppered into thinking a certain way, if you're always getting kind of, like, pigeonholed into doing a certain thing a certain way, it's just natural human instinct to want to, like, rebel you know and not not do the same thing as all the vikings fans in terms of throwing on the purple and lose you know to the packers every root for the other team secretly yeah and and so like (laughs) eventually he's probably like look i don't really care i i got i got a big big team over here where i can become a packers fan and be proud of it despite my family flesh and blood 
find its community. You see a lot of that, too. You see a lot of that in terms of a theme as well. What, what do you got on your side, Al? I got Tom Hubin, who says, I had no choice. I grew up in Howard, LOL. We bleed green and gold no matter where we preside. Born in the Packer air at St. Mary's on Shawano Avenue, less than five miles from the stadium. So he was forced into it. Religion for him. Uh, King of Cherie. Says, four years old, my dad teaching me how to tie my shoes. We were watching the Packers play the Bears. Dad looked at me and and said, and I quote, after you figure this out, and that, the Packers are the greatest football team of all time. True story. Simple. I got Phil from Maryland saying, I'm a Packers fan because every summer we went to the Oshkosh Air Show. Shout out to all our fans in the Oshkosh area. Uh, My grandparents were into aviation. My grandfather was a pilot and huge advocate for the EAA. It was difficult to stay there in Oshkosh, so we stayed in Green Bay Sheraton Hotels. I looked at Lambeau four times a week every summer for over 10 years. I mean, that is epic. You know, just like, the, once again, it's like those little things that just imprint Packers Nation, Packers culture on someone's brain. It's pretty cool. Well, what's so cool about the Packers cages, you'll see a lot of professional athletes and celebrities who have no ties to Wisconsin. So it seems right, you know, kind of like a lot of Packers fans were reading off that are actually supporters of the green and gold. For instance, one of those is Lil Wayne and at JJ at Connie says he saw Lil Wayne talking about green and yellow in 2011. And he went and threw watched Aaron Rodgers throw some bombs. And now he's here. So, influenced by a popular person in culture, you know, that's very, very common, too. Harry Styles, Packers fan. Maybe you saw that. You know, it yeah, comes no. all around the world. He, he's doing big things. Uh, you got you got one, another one, Cage? Yeah, I do. I have a Ryan at Bosswort says, watching Super Bowl 31 of the 1996 season, Favre's first pass of the game was a 50-yard TD. He runs off the field holding his helmet, screaming, looking up for somebody to hug. My dad said, that guy is from around here. Hooked me from that moment. I mean, that's pretty epic. If you you see someone on the TV, right, like it's your hero, and then they just make an unbelievable play, and then someone tells you that he's actually from, like, the same place that you are or, like, the same place you're watching from, like, that that just makes it hit different, you know? And I thought that was pretty cool to read. Oh, yeah. um, so, so this is funny. Certified Roger Stan at T-Rex Stubbs says, My high school colors are green and gold, but their mascot is the Vikings. So my two options when playing Madden away with my brother were the Packers or Vikings. I chose the Packers just because. That, just because. Then within a year or two, they won the Super Bowl, and that was that. So, so once again, another random chance. Uh, a lot of people like the color schemes. What else you got? My name is not Chase. At its Chase, bruh, says, I was a big bookworm growing up and needed to find something for my school's mandatory reading slash book test. I snagged a book on Packers history and thought it was very interesting, and that was that. Nothing crazy, but I've been loyal since third grade. Okay. That's pretty epic. Sterling Sharp at Iggy's Fantasy and Betting says, Sterling Sharp, early 90s, best wide receiver ever. I got another one uh, converted from 49ers country, Pakistan. You'll like this. My brother, this is from Jesse TAQ at G to Q Big Bird app, says, My brother has always been a Packers fan, but I saw this play where, where Donald Driver broke like six tackles against the 49ers for a TD. thought that was pretty baller. You know, shout out to Double D. 
Double Shout D. Out to Double D. David Livermore says Bart Star in the Ice Bowl. Me, my dad, and my brothers were hollering and cheering. Our mom came into the living room and said, "What are you guys so excited about?" She then became an avid Packers fan from that game on until she passed away at 92. She loved Brett Favre. Wow. All the women I mean, out there, you know, you've got some great stories, too. These are, I feel like we could go on forever. You know, I, I, we're running short for time here, so maybe we'll have to do another episode sometime. Uh, but like, I'm going well, to ask you to do one more. I got one, I got one final one here I want to get to. And Packers fans, keep writing and keep sharing your stories because we will, we love reading these. You know, we'll get to them one way or another. We, uh, we love reading you, your guys and your girls' messages and, and comments and stuff like that. Uh, but I want to talk about Jimmy V., uh, talk United coming soon. His his at is United Jimmy V, and he says I was born in Titletown. Almost no way you could come up being a fan of any other NFL team in that city. Green Bay eats, sleeps, and breathes Packers football, and that's just straight facts. So so Jimmy, thank you for sharing that. I thought that was cool to kind of hear the perspective of someone born in Titletown. Like it's in the culture there. It's in the culture. Absolutely. I, you know, that's just a great one. This is a great one that, you know, a, a good closing thought. At Pecan Jack says family heritage. You know, maybe just inherit it from someone, you know, a relative, friend, family. I think that's a great thing about this community is you can just share this podcast with someone who doesn't have a team. And next thing you know, they're following the Packers. We can grow this community, and we encourage you Packers fans to tag people in our tweets Drop them, engage them in the conversation, grow the community. We can all do our part out there. And I just want to thank everyone for writing in. Cage, do you have any final thoughts for, for our listeners today? And you know, Yeah, you know, you know I, have, on? I have one final buzz question that I want to uh, hit. So we talk about some modern Packers stuff, right, Packers fans? And I proposed a question to Alex over the weekend, right? So it's a pretty on-the-spot question. Um, so, so it's pretty simple, but uh, it's like, who are the five best players in the Packers? And, mm. you know, maybe we can get into that sometime soon. But to me, if I'm doing a quick mental, uh, you know, list in my head, I have number one is Aaron Rodgers. But then four of the next five guys for me are defensive players. So it's like what I see on the pack is they have the best quarterback in the NFL, you know, 12. And then I see four of their next, you know, basically their top five guys who take away the quarterback, like they're all studs on defense. You know, there might be one in the secondary. There might be one in the line. There might be some in the linebacking core. There might be some in the pass rush, you know, and it's uh, that's kind of what I come up with. Alex, do you think do you think that uh, you would put a single offensive player in the top five for the Packers? Uh, like, I guess, like, how would you rate your top five Packers? You don't have to say names. We can do that. in the, There's, there's two episode, guys but. I'm thinking about. One of them is lightning. One of them's lightning. And the other one, he's 6'9". <laughs> but I think those are the two offensive players that immediately come to my mind of being in that top five, uh, potentially. It's very difficult. It's very difficult because that's what's most important. Everyone is talking about Green Bay's ins and outs, the players that came in this offseason and the ones that left. But we're not talking enough, Cage, about Aaron Rodgers just returning. I mean, this guy, you said it. He's clearly number one. He's the two-time MVP, and there's a distinguishable gap. I don't know if that's because it's a quarterback's league, but a lot of teams probably can't say that. Can you, you, what do you think about that, Cage? You know, are the Packers just really that quarterback heavy? 
man, I mean, you only get one of them. So it's like, we are, you know, look at our backup. It's a first round pick. You know, it's like, we got, we have a, a lot of talent. At that <laughs> it's like when your car is a Lamborghini and your backup's not even a bad car either, right? You're like, exactly. I just got the new Porsche. Uh, Something like that. But Packers fans, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Alex, take us home. Yep, Packers fans, we want to thank you for listening. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. It's the number one way you can help us grow. We're going to continue to give you a great time on the podcast, on the Twitter feed, so don't go anywhere. It's primetime television. It's Ike Packers. And as always, go Pack Go. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go Pack Go!